Literally. I'd already I'd already started PT and before going back to uni. You started already? Yeah. Too. So I you qualified, start, yeah? Yeah. Oh. I'd, <laughs> I'm not one of these. I'm not one yeah, of these. Yeah, you know. Hi, I'm Dami. Hey guys, I'm Teo. And I'm Chisel Lifts. And you're listening to the Dami How podcast. Hi, Chisel. Thanks, thanks for coming in today, even though the <laughs> weather's you. a bit moody. Nah, calm. And rainy. I'm always in my car anyway, so rain, nah, snow. No, I wasn't. It was like I had to take a bus all the way from. Catford to Vauxhall and then Vauxhall to I was like what genuine it was like an hour and a half yeah, like because yeah, the nice. trains are just it's a mess it's it a was mess. meant to be what cancellation today isn't it yeah it was just it's just been what, it's caused traffic yeah, yeah. Oh, originally it was meant like, to be cancellation oh so everything's just messed up in general yeah. yeah fair enough but yeah but yeah tell us about yourself what do you do uh, who are you regular degular chiz <laughs> man a <laughs> <laughs> uh, personal train our online train as well I've got my YouTube channel. Everyone calls what I do on YouTube a pod, but it's not conventional pod because talking and training, I just think it's just a back garden gym conversation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Uber as well. So between clients, if yeah. I got like a long time gap, I just jump in my car and just, and just do Uber. Yeah, turn on my music and just zone out and Uber. Yeah. So that's amongst a few things and, yeah, parties and events here and there. Yeah. yeah. So, what, you've been self-employed how long? Uh, wow, a long time. You know, two thousand and eight. I was working, I was working nights, security, self-employed. Yeah. From then, so basically, how I fell into that was, uh, I got fired from Carphone Warehouse. <laughs> yeah, and it goes to what I was saying before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the the camera got switched on, where. You know when you go for interviews and all the time you get like little setbacks and you think to yourself, do I really fit this corporate structure? Yeah. So I just thought to myself, let me kind of make my own path on my own lane. Mm. So first off, uh, I was working nights for a while. I still used to do events, but I kind of took a step back on it for a few years and would only do it once a year on my birthday. So I got into events from when I was at like 18 originally. Cool. So between 2008 to I think 2015, I was on the doors in oh, the nights yeah. doing security yeah. and doing like Sundays at Vauxhall Market with my friend's dad and his team. And funny enough, that's where I met someone who's doing well in fitness at Power before she even started training. So I used to see every Sunday in the market as well working. Then, uh... Fast forward to 2016, I was in second year uni and I remember like a lecturer came in to talk about, she came to one of our, so I studied sport and exercise science. She came to one of our lectures to talk about life after uni. Yeah. Like what are you going to do? Then I was just like in the middle of lecture, I was like, you know what? After this, I might go into maybe like teaching or something like that. And she was like, do you really want to do that? I was like, hmm. I guess, you know what I mean? That's how I thought. Like yeah. I did um I did sport and exercise science as yeah. well in uni as well. Mm-hmm. But then by the time it finished, I thought to myself, like, I genuinely don't know what I'm supposed to do yeah. with that qualification with that, yeah. in particular. So then obviously I just went back to doing my retail work for like up to a year on. And then one of my boys had been PTing for like two years prior. Yeah. And because of him, I just thought, yeah, I might as well. Because yeah. I've been more or less down that avenue most of my life in it like mm-hmm. training exercising um pting the boys like when i was young and yeah. things like that and then i just decided yeah let me do that and then five years later best five years of my life <laughs> i'd already i'd already started pt before going back to uni you started already yeah too. so i qualified yeah yeah I'd, <laughs> i'm not one of these i'm not one yeah, of these yeah you know i tweet it all the time you know i tweet it all the time the game is a mess all the time I say right ask your PT for his qualifications and for his insurance insurance, yeah because I'm like a lot of these cowboys are out there no insurance no qualifications nothing so just chopping money yeah chopping money for no reason so partly why I kind of went back to uni so originally I went to uni before yeah but I dropped out due to personal things at Mm. the time then uh partly why I went back to get my degrees because I thought to myself I didn't want to be just a normal PT yeah I wanted more I wanted to stand out yeah I wanted more knowledge than everyone else I wanted to know the body inside out Mm. so I was just like you know what yeah even though I was already making good money at the time at the time I was working at uh, Fitness First in Clapham Junction and I was working every morning 
five thirty. This is while I was in uni and first year. Like I nearly flopped first year just due to <laughs> I kept on falling asleep. I'll bribe uh, the cleaners to get in an hour early. I'll buy them breakfast every morning. Get in at five thirty. Train clients five thirty, six thirty, seven thirty, eight thirty. Finish about nine thirty. My lectures knew I would always be late because I always told them I'll, I'll yeah. work in the morning. So I'd I bribed the people who work in Asda in Clapham <laughs> Junction. Yeah, I was just I'm 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 good at I'm good yeah. at yeah. getting people on my side, didn't yeah, I? I that. Like <laughs> coming from sales background. So I bribed them as well to, to park in yeah, yeah, for yeah. free. So what I'll do is when they wanted to come gym, oh, yeah, I'll chat to receptionists. You just nurse them, get them in yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So we had a, a a working relationship. So yeah. I parked my car there the whole day, jump on the train. Go to Elephant Castle, go uni. Lecturers, oh, South, Bank? South Bank. Fair enough. Tell lecturers, same thing. I need to leave out early. Yeah. 4.30, boom. My <laughs> class might finish at five, but 4.30, I'm out. Back to the gym. Five, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine. Nine, yeah. nine o'clock, I'll lock off because I needed to train myself. Yeah, of course. So nine to 10, I'll train myself. And I did this for a whole year. I was mashing. Sunday, Saturdays, I was working as well, like from like uh, eight in the morning till two. I was mashing, mashing. But every day I was like this. Yeah, every yeah. single day. Like, what made me stop was at the time I was coming back from uh, West London one day. I, I had to ease back on hours. I was coming back from West London in the morning. So, my ex girl lived in, in West Kensington. I was driving down the hill, like, literally a minute away from parking. I fell asleep on my car mm. and it drifted. And I heard beep, 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 beep. And then he crashed. My lecture was like, when I come to uni and telling her what happened, she was like, told you from first year ease up like money mm. isn't everything it's gonna kill yeah, you yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. then that business lecture we had the woman was like i remember you from uni prior before and used to have lit parties and a few people who work in here always talk about the parties till mm. today and they were like we see you walking through uni all the time headphones but you don't talk to no one yeah so I was like, right, I didn't even know that people who... Noticing you like yeah, that. Noticing yeah, noticing me like that. And she was like, yeah, you don't talk to no one, you just keep your headphones. I said, you know what? I come back to uni the second time and my brain was just like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm just here to get my degree, leave out. I'm a bit older than everyone. So I just stayed in the zone. I'll just be class, library, computer room, out, like in yeah. my free times. So she was like, understandable, but she was like, if you get back to doing the events you're going to have more free time to be able to focus on uni yeah. and less yeah. on work. So I was like, you know what? You're right. So I stayed doing events again instantly. Like within a month of that, like she kind of spurred yeah. back me into being who I was. So stayed doing that, eased back a bit on PT and, and just kind of just fast forward to now, kind of balance between that and the Uber and everything. And funny enough, after that conversation, that's when I got into Uber as well. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. she was like, "Do you really want to go into teaching?" I was like, mm. "Oh yeah, that's the conversation you had." Yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean. And I was like, "It, it was like a Michael Jordan moment. Like, Fuck them kids." <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. So just yeah. going back. So obviously, both you studied sports. What is it? Sports. Sport exercise science. Sport exercise science. Yeah. So when you went into that, what was your like? What's your thinking? Like, were you trying to? I'll be real. For me, yeah. Like my thing growing up, I always wanted to be an actor in it. So I used to do drama, I did drama from mm. GCSE, I did an A-level and I was pretty good. Did well in theory and did well in practice. Yeah. Come to uni now and guess who got involved? Mumsy. <laughs> what, what country are you from? Nigeria. Ah, there yeah. you go, there so, you go. So Mumsy gets involved yeah. and she's basically powering me off saying, like, come on man, like, yeah. make it make sense kind of thing. And yeah. then it's funny though, looking back on it, if I did make it make sense and I stopped doing drama, there's a couple places, because I, I know a couple of people. Yeah. Who same pathway did a few things yeah. at the moment in it? A couple of men done Blue Story. A couple of men are doing a few yeah. other things, and like I'm thinking, could have been in that direction. Yeah. But it is what it is. I'm happy with what I do now. But long story short, was um, she would more or less try to do something more academic, something yeah. that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. And I was still um, drama and physical education were two things that I was very good yeah. at. So I chose obviously the next best thing. But like I'm saying, by the time I finished, I didn't know what I would be doing, mm -hmm. like with my qualification. I didn't know where I'd end up, and I knew I didn't want to teach. Yeah. So before that, before you actually like got into the degree, you didn't. You just thought you just do it, but I you didn't thought, know what you yeah, were gonna do with it. Do it, innit? I don't know if many people other than those donuts at their business. <laughs> <laughs> they, 
<laughs> business people that wanted to be businessmen. You sound like Gabriel, bro. <laughs> no, literally. Like, other than them, man, I don't think anyone knew what they wanted to do in it. Yeah. So, boom, I said, cool, let me do that. Um, and then when it's finished, take the next step as it is. Like, I feel like I'm one of them guys here. You could ask me now what my five-year plan is. I can't lie, don't know. All I know mm. for certain is I want to buy a house, I want to be rich, full stop. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, I'll get there. I do have plans, but... I don't want to say I take things step by step or whimsical, but it's just like, I just kind of, I kind of glide through it at the pace that I know I can glide through it. One thing's for certain, I'm going to continue to make an income and continue growing that and move into the next venture and the next venture. But in terms of where life finishes for me, it just, I know when I get flowing, you know what I mean? What was your setup like with that in terms of getting into... Typical Nigeria prince. (laughs) So... I was born in Nigeria okay. and I moved there in 96 and originally my mom she was pro sports like from a kid I used to play tennis first and football so I was good at tennis and good at football I moved here in school year seven I'm in a playground dubs and all kids in the playground mm-hmm. everyone's like right why don't you ever come after school to football I said like, I'm not allowed it's like why I'm like oh my auntie so when I moved to England, I moved to my aunties. My auntie, she was a maths teacher. And she taught in the, the school that I went to at first. So she came in originally. Like, imagine I start school. Within a month, your aunt comes as a supply teacher. You live in the same house. <laughs> my I God. would hate that. Oh, oh it was God. painful. Oh, so oh she days. comes in as a supply teacher to that school. The first term, she wasn't in my class. The second term, she was in my class as a maths teacher. But... I was so good at schoolwork when I first moved here that especially maths, I found maths like, I find it like easy. Yeah. Like, I want those people like, my brother just be like, oh yeah, what's this? And in my head, I'm already calculating numbers quickly. Mm. So she's coming and I, she's like, oh, why don't you attend maths lessons? And I said to her, I'm so ahead of my work. The school I went to was called Stockholm Park. The first school I went to, they had a system called Smart and yeah. you had to pick from a folder yeah. and follow bit by bit so literally they'd put in files a year's worth of work for year seven year eight but i'd completed year seven in the first term because i found maths too easy and the reason i did that was because i wanted to go guitar lessons yeah so i was getting guitar lessons my auntie became my teacher keep playing that now nah (laughs) my auntie became my teacher that was it done you know what i mean so i was vexed then she was like you can't go uh music lessons you can't go sports then Weekends, I used to play basketball down the road of where I grew up. Yeah. So I used to play basketball and uh, eventually I ended up playing basketball for Bricks and Top Cats. But for years, my old coach would see me when he's walking past in the weekends and he'd be like, come training. I'd be like, I can't. You know what I mean? So I remember like in year 10, I went during, I saved my pocket money for like probably like half the year and paid for like summer camp. I went training during year 10, during a six-week holiday. Right. And he's like, oh, so you're allowed now? I said, no, after the camp, I can't come back till, <laughs> till I finish GCSE. So yeah. I remember like on my last GCSEs, after doing my RE GCSE, that was my very last GCSE. And the same day I was at basketball training, I said, oh, I told you I'll come back. So my aunt, she was like, you were really, really that into sport. I said, yeah, I would have done. I did, I passed everything apart from f- French because I was showing off. I took my, uh, coursework home to show off to my aunt and I forgot it in my house. Home. So that made my grade, yeah, that made, yeah, that made my grade drop down. But if I didn't, I would have, I would have had like a B yeah, or maybe yeah. like A minus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, due to showing off a failed French, I got a D. Then uh, I remember going back to basketball the same day yeah. and telling my aunt, and she was like shocked. She was like, "You were really read that yeah. into sports." So I said to her, "If I was allowed to to train from early, from early." I would have got higher grades. Yeah. But I said, the reason why I got B's and C's was because I just didn't care. Yeah. I just knew. I always knew I would pass. Like, all right, you see, like, in school, yeah, I was one of those kids. Yeah, yeah at this like, point, it's like, you're just working to yeah, finish. Yeah, I'm just working it? to finish. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, even my RE exam year, I got a B in RE. I did three out of five sections. Yeah. And I fell asleep. And the teacher's like, why are you sleeping? I said, right, you can't kick me out. And she goes, mm-hmm. why are you going to finish it? I said, I passed. Yeah. I said, she goes, why, why, why are you sure? I said, I'm so confident in myself. I know my abilities. Yeah. So I've told my aunt years later and she goes, 
that if she let me be more free, mm-hmm. I'd have probably been way ahead. And I said, yeah, because a few of my bridges who I went to school with, a college with, ended up like in premiership and the championship and yeah, that. So it's like seeing that and you, you're telling me like, I can't play sports. I'll tell you how bad it got here. Yeah? So growing up, I used to love football, but because my aunt used to love watching, uh, there was this silly program called Sunset Beach on Saturdays. Due to Sunset Beach being on, I couldn't watch a premiership. Yeah. Till today, I don't watch football. Fair. You get me? I don't even support a football team. My brothers are like, why? And I remember explaining to them, I was like, every time I wanted to watch football, yeah, you missed out for too long. I missed yeah. out for too long that I just switched off. And literally, I don't think, I didn't own a TV till like four years ago. Fair. Yeah, I kind of switched off on anything mm. that way. And just stayed on the zone. With, with the TV thing in particular, I was the same way. Like, I don't watch TV. Yeah. Mm. Only now, recently, but mainly like, Shows that you catch on you online catch on anyway, yeah. like yeah. Netflix and all yeah. that shit. But TV wise, nothing. But indirectly, everything that happened there is what kind of got me into gym. So in 1998, I was in year nine, and I was one of these skinny kids, but I had like a a bowl belly. Yeah. So I used to go swimming with my cousins like on Saturdays because that was the only time we were allowed out really. So go swimming on Saturdays after mm-hmm. going food shopping with my aunt for like a couple of hours. Then with school, we do swimming once a week. Then I remember getting abs and all my cousin's little friends. They're like, ah, oh, he's got a six pack. Mm-hmm. So the girls are gassing me up. So I said to my cousin, right, let's go buy some weights from Argos. Mm-hmm. That's how I stayed training. Fair. And yeah. Dragon Ball Z gassed me as well. I went to be like, go get Vegeta. <laughs> so so I've been, I've been in the gym like mm-hmm. 24 years now. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. You no, know, every time, all the time you've been talking and dropping these years. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been, been fully trying to do the math. Yeah, I was thinking, you said '96. I was like, oh shit, I'm born in '96. Just been sitting there doing the math, trying to work out what age was this, what age was that. Fair enough, though. But so, like, you've been training 24 years now. You said. 24 years, and you've got you got a training app now as well. Isn't it? Yeah, I do. So, how did that come about? Like, what made you kind of make that? And then, what was like cost wise? You don't have to get too deep into it, but in Pandemic. terms of like just how it came through. Pandemic. Yeah. yeah. So that's about two years old now, isn't it? Yeah. Fair. So I started the app actually last year, last year August, but it was just after seeing the pandemic, and I was like, you know, what? we can end up going into something like this in the future. So yeah. I was like. How do I branch out of that? So before that, I started a YouTube at the end of the last lockdown. Yeah. So like a month before we come out of lockdown, I started a YouTube channel. Then after that, I started plotting. And I was like, you know what? I need something more. Yeah. Then I jumped on the app. Fair enough. Yeah. That's good though. I like that. Because yeah. I guess it's the same thing with the, the home gym setup that you had as well. Yeah. What was that like pricing-wise, buying equipment and things? Because I remember, bro, I bought... um. <laughs> I bought one the dumbbell. The prices yeah. of equipment at that oh, time were just still, so yeah. ridiculous. I bought, I bought like. One dumbbell, 17.5 kg, just a one, not even a pair. Yeah. I just mean the one like that. Yeah. 78 pounds. Yeah, it was at the time it was four pounds per, ki- per kilo. Bro. Yeah. It's crazy. It was four pounds per kilo. So at, at the time I bought uh how much weights I got? I got like three hundred and something K in weights. So that was a thousand something. I bought two barbells, one company yeah. robbed me. It still ain't yeah, I've been going back and forth for like oh, a year and a bit. Okay. <laughs> Emails, cussing them. Anytime I get bored, you know, just reminding me. So like, today, today I'm just gonna yeah. hit them up for no reason. Like last time heavy. I said, "Raw," I said, "You like trying to, you like trying to hide." Yeah. I said, "Don't make me pull up at your warehouse." You get yeah. me? Out of boredom. So uh, been going back and forth, back and forth with that one. So I bought a bar barbell. I bought a small barbell set, which was like a. Portable, like 50k, you know, one of yeah. the ones that you could twist in. Yeah, so at the time during lockdown, I was using that first and I bought a whole bunch of kettlebells. Yeah, and I used to put that in my car boot and literally ride around to your PC. everyone who was like within five mile radius. Mm. I was driving and just linking them in parks and training people. Yeah, you know what I mean. But remember that time you weren't allowed to be outside, you could, yeah. yeah. But I was just like, you know, what? as long as we're not filming a social yeah. and you're standing there yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm here, I could just literally, yeah, I'll just. Before we start, I'd be like, yeah, this is what you need to do. That's what you need to do. This is here. I'll set up stations. It was, mm. it was like one hour a day in it that you can be outside. Yeah. Or something. yeah. yeah. Oh, that was such a crazy bro, time a, looking back at it. crazy <laughs> thing. Oh, like, bro, so, I think I've crap. heard the story enough times. But I was in, I was in Miami, innit? Yeah. Like the day that the knockdown thing was kind of announced, innit? Yeah. So I'm in Miami. I'm snapping everyone saying, yeah, turn up's done. Time to come back and make some money. Mm. I get to London. 
around six o'clock that evening, yeah, yeah, my gym manager messages me saying, oh, um, come to the gym, collect your stuff. We're locking it down. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was I said, I said, this ain't real. Because you, know, you know this has never happened before, innit? <laughs> so I'm just here thinking, boom, this will pass next week. Corona, done. Bro, they locked the gym. I went there. Everyone's clearing their shit out. I'm clearing all my stuff out. Mm. I'm sitting at home thinking, fam, what's going on? Bro, what's going on? What am yeah. I going to do? Yeah. Then Monday comes and I train like four or five clients outside. Mm. Then that prick Boris says, oh, no, you can't no, go outside. No, you can't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're not taking that piss. Like, what, what do you want, what do you want, want us to do? do? Yeah. And I just, I sat there for like a week thinking, boom, like what am I actually supposed to do? Downloaded Zoom, bought a MacBook, bought mm. a camera, mm. all those three things in like five days. And I said, no, this ain't going to be the end. I need yeah. to make shit work. Yeah. And both, and yeah. that was it. I was, I was doing, I was doing those uh, online workouts where like similar yeah. to you where people link me on live and all mm, of that yeah. but the problem is i lost so much weight oh bro i was just like i can't do this yeah. no more. i yeah. literally yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. and i remember like was london and kira was like oh how come you stopped i said mate i was literally before before that first lockdown yeah. i was 16 stone yeah because you know strong on a live yeah you can't like in cl- like I teach in classes yeah. in the gym and that. Yeah. in the gym you can like say oh I do this and walk around walk and around and stop and, and that in the live you can't live, do that because you you're the moving. only one there you have to do the whole dancing thing for everybody else for the whole whether it's an hour hour and a half whatever it is and yeah if you're not doing that then no one's engaging with you yeah you have to so, keep moving so I remember doing that and because I was running remember that Nike uh, challenge where everyone's running 100k in a month oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did that four months in a row I swear to God, yeah. By the time that lockdown was finished, slim thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like eleven stone something. Oh my god! Like I remember the first time I went back to gym, I just about got like one rep on two plates. Mm. I see the man him laughing. I was like, kiki, kiki, kiki. ah, you're weak now. I used to be one of the strong ones. Ah, yeah. I was no. like, yeah, cool banter. Everyone's laughing, busting joke. I stayed in the gym so hard. By the time, uh. November came before the second lockdown started. Yeah. So I remember second lockdown, we went in, I think, December the 8th. Like before, that. Yeah, 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 before that day Just came, Christmas. I was, I'd already ordered more weights because yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah, this is going to happen. Ordered a, a, a thingy rack, a power rack. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to need this. I went online, found a company that sells uh, clear Persplex glass oh yeah ordered that for the roofing my neighbor he's he's a builder mm. so i told him what i was planning to do he was like yeah i'm gonna help you pay the money like what he charged me was literally peanuts compared yeah. to what he what gets actually, yeah, yeah. but because he proper likes me he yeah. was like i got you so yeah. me and him stayed there building that they're literally going into lockdown and i started laughing at everyone I was like ah kiki ki, ki. <laughs> you know you yeah. was laughing at me yeah, now you don't got a shout yeah. me to come yeah. and by then now i'd got Stronger than I was yeah. before, mm. before even the first, before even the first lockdown, because I was yeah. I was in rage. I was like, right, you know, bantering me, so I started mm. doing dumb stuff like, right, if you if you want to come train, you have to be able to bench hundred k <laughs> for twenty reps. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to squat one forty for twenty, yeah. but you yeah. can't come to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, I have to PT you. And everyone's like, right, you're taking the piss. I said, yeah, only the yeah. strong survive. Literally Did you get that. to a point where you was charging people to come and train? Yeah, there? so like, so I remember, like, I remember seeing you. So I was thinking, shit, I wanna, I wanna come and train, but I didn't yeah. wanna be a beggar. I was seeing people come and train. Nah, I was thinking, people oh, used my to, day, you know what I was, is? I was just like, right, if it was people who went, who were not in fitness, yeah. I was charging them. Yeah, yeah. If it was people who were in fitness, I was yeah. like, right, come train. Yeah. I need training train partners. Because yeah. them man are missing out yeah. basically on what they So I was like, do. I need mm. training partners. Like even Karen came. Yeah. Like a few other people came mm. and I was like, I need training partners constantly. So mm. anytime I had gaps, whoever whoever came, I was like, yeah, let's train. Yeah. And they're like, mm. right, you got energy. I'm like, they ain't nothing to do. She just gonna be eating and sleeping. Yeah, eating and sleeping, literally. Yeah. No, I feel that though. Mad times. I remember like after that lockdown, I was the heaviest I was ever. I was like 103 104 kilos i was squatting 220 for 10 that's mad benching 140 for 13 i don't even deadlift the man was deadlifting i was just coming and pulling 250 every time for bands <laughs> like just literally just just because i could yeah. yeah like deadlifting ain't my thing i avoid it yeah, i do same. i do rdls but i just don't do conventional but yeah. i was pulling yeah. for bands just to and they was like right but you don't even deadlift but mm. i was just so 
big compared yeah. to what I'm usually used mm. to carrying around. But I didn't yeah. realize because, you know, like you're in your house for like five months straight, and all I was doing was getting Tesco and back, yeah, just eat. and mm. all the man them was coming and training at mine, and I was still training my clients. So, yeah. funny enough, during that period, I was mad busy. Yeah, like, I was crazy busy because no gyms were open. Yeah, so like remember everyone was working from home. So even my old clients that I had from years ago yeah. were traveling from like Northwest London to South to train. I was yeah. like, oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But it was like, I'm bored. Yeah. So I was like, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And even just going back to like you guys studying sports med, like, so now that you've done it and uh, you know, you guys are in your careers now. So like someone wanted to be a PT or just kind of do something in sports. Is that degree like necessary or like even knowing what you've done in that degree, what do you think? What's something else that you can do with that degree apart from PT and it's not necessary if you're trying to get into PT to be fair. Mm, is it? It's not. It's, it's not, not at all. Knowledge wise, mm. yeah. it's, it's as good as it as you need. Mm. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, to become a PT, you just need a level two fitness instructor, level three, level three. personal training. Yeah. And they, they gloss over like everything to do with anatomy and whatnot. Mm. But doing that degree. Like, you're basically gives, level six. Yeah, it gives you yeah. A, a serious level of knowledge ahead of normal things. Hence mm. the reason why I do the injury stuff with clients and things like mm. that. Because there's a lot more that I know that you wouldn't get out of doing your level three. Mm-hmm. So it's not mandatory to be a PT, but it's helpful. Yeah. Any more reading is always going to be helpful. You know what I mean? Like even like when it comes to like, for instance, like nutrition, for instance. Yeah. Uh, it was in my module every single year for like three years. It was like mm-hmm. one term. I'd always have nutrition. So like fast forward to now, when I see all these PTs online giving these garbage mm. <laughs> diet plans and diet advice i'm just they're just sh- shaking my head and everyone's thinking oh you must be on some strict diet of bland yeah. food i'm like no yeah. if, if you're really good at counting macros and yeah, knowing it. it's it's yeah. not that hard you know what i mean yeah. it, and it comes back to yeah. to maths again yeah, yeah if you're very good at calculating like it's not that hard you could yeah. stay in shape all year round all and year not round. have to to suffer if you just know mm. your numbers if you know your numbers I think yeah. earlier we were talking about like your opinion on things like that, innit? Like yeah. I see on Twitter like always like kind of saying something regarding the training, exercise, those yeah. kind of things. Like how do you how do you feel about like that kind of stuff? Because it seems like you're quite passionate, emotional in that direction for one. And then do people ever like come back at you, combative, like ever trying to claim that oh you don't know what you're talking about? Is no, there's never no backlash. There's never no backlash. You know, mm. like even I think it's due to a lot of people know I've been doing it for a very long yeah. time, mm. but like just having that sport and exercise science background, yeah. like I said, the knowledge is just a bit more advanced than the normal average PT. Yeah. But a lot of times I even have to hold back just because yeah. I feel yeah. like... There's a lot of stuff people won't understand. Yeah, they won't understand yeah. and you don't want to give them information overload. Yeah. So mm. you just have to kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. Read it in yeah. But even that, like, Twitter's a crazy place to even, like, nowadays now anyway, because I see some, like, someone just, you know, casually tweeting about, you know, something to do with health and fitness, and then someone that like, comes and they're like, oh, you're, that's fat phobia, or that's, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. your, um, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, they said, like, forcing someone to go to the gym is, I can't remember what it was, but somehow fat phobia came in and then they said people that go to the gym have an eating disorder yep. and like all this crazy thing. And it's so mad how like you just, you know, trying to promote health and fitness that would benefit everyone. Yeah. And it comes back to say like, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, by force. But it yeah. becomes a thing as if yeah. like you're attacking them for not yeah. doing it. It's, it's so it's crazy. Because everything's the same thing. There's a level of consistency that runs in everything. Like mm. you go to work every day, you eat food every day, mm. you do the next thing every day. But in the moment you talk about something that someone doesn't want to do, they yeah. act as if the two things are different. Mm-hmm. There's no different between me going gym five days a week and you going work five days a week. Mm-hmm. You going work pays you for five days. Me going gym pays my body in terms of health, strength, recovery, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And that's all it is. A lot of people, yeah. like even carrying on from that, a lot of people don't understand it. Like I say like us that are heavily involved in gym, we understand the long-term benef- benefit yeah. to mm-hmm. our body where I could, I could probably say like, the last time I've been in a hospital was when I was born. Mm. <laughs> that says a lot, in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's the last time I've ever been in a hospital for anything. Ever. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'd have your normal GP checkups, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I, I don't get, you know what I mean? Outside I don't get like a ill. broken finger or something like that. I haven't been hospitalized. Yeah. yeah. I have never had reason. to stay overnight in yeah. a hospital. Mm. So it tells you that if that average person stayed in the gym, the NHS would not be so overworked. overworked. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. 
So do you feel like needs, what, what needs to change then in that case? How do we, as like obviously people that have fitness pages, you know, we promote fitness and all of that, PTs and whatever, how can we kind of, I guess maybe change that perspective? We'll probably won't really be able to do it, but what can we do more of to, I guess, maybe change people's perception or yeah, just like influence you, them a bit more that doesn't seem, you know, very aggressive, should I say? Boy, we can try, but... <laughs> they don't want to do it, they want to like, right yeah. now, like, You drop a lot of content as well. Obviously, some of it's a bit comical, some of it's more serious and whatnot. Yeah. So, what's your point of doing that? Like, what are you trying to get? Across? You know what it is here? Yeah? Like with the comical stuff here, yeah, I could drop a lot more. Yeah. Like mm. I've constantly got ideas, but I don't do as much as I would love to. Yeah, because I don't want to fall into the gimmick of oh, he's a comedian. Yeah, same. And yeah. I remember, yeah. like, I remember like saying it recently mm. to my boy Agent Halves. So he's a PT, he's a very good PT as well, and I said to him. The problem is when you become too jokey, jokey. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks you're some sort of clown. Yeah. And I don't want people to get. Yeah. I don't want people to get yeah. things twisted. Cause yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know the, the difference of you know what I mean things. So, in regards to how we can influence this, it's the government. That's the truth. Mm. They they control the narrative of everything. Yeah, it's true. Like most people are like puppets. You, you saw with COVID. Some people never came out of their house even months oh, after. Mm. Some people are still walking around in shops with masks. Yeah. yeah. But it just tells you, like, it, it's down yeah, to the so government. If, if, yeah, you if you someone high enough says it, then they'll follow. Oh, you mm. don't want me to be a politician, but <laughs> I, I literally, like, every Saturday, like, you just hear an alarm on TV, boom, 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, let's get up. <laughs> let's get up. Boot camp, man. Yeah, boot camp. The whole country, boy, I'm going to be on a tunnel on the main road. Oh, you so get man. me? <laughs> The whole yeah. country's going to do a two-mile run every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one's going to be out of shape. You think, yeah. right, this is some dictatorship. That you know what I mean? Like, but it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, right, you don't want to save the NHS. All right, two-mile run. Let's do it. I'd yeah. be like, unless you've got like any disabilities or that, you're the only ones exempt. Everyone else, Everyone else up you don't run it. Trust me. Yeah. Fair enough. Even in saying that, what would you say is like the like just a normal average part, what's the minimum they should be doing to con- contribute to like their health and fitness i also go on a little 20 minute walk mm. i'll tell you how i realize here like even us that are in fitness here a lot of people look in shape mm. but a lot of people are not healthy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they just look yeah, in shape yeah, 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 yeah. so i'll give you an example uh more times i get out my door jump in my car get to where I need to get to mm-hmm. and I'll say in a day the only reason my step count is high is due to after I finish lifting I do like intervals quickly and when I'm in the gym I'm just pacing up and down yeah, yeah. but if it wasn't for that yeah yeah my step count would be abysmal yeah. mm-hmm. I see the difference between like yeah. my Friday and my Saturday and what, yeah. all like that. Yeah. the rest of the week and my weekend yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. but it shows you the average person they just literally just walk from their door into the car, straight to office, yeah, straight to the table, sit down nine hours, yeah. get up, back into the car, yeah, back out. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, because we've got so much things at convenience, you've got to remember, like, if you if you went back, like, 15 years ago, you never had Uber Eats, you never had Uber, you never had all these things that's made our lives a lot easier. Yeah. Went doing a work from home thing as well. A lot of people went doing work from home, like yeah. you said. Mm. So back then, we would have to all right, let me walk down to the bus stop, catch a bus to the train. We, we were doing more, you yeah. know what I mean? Fast forward now, we don't even want to walk to the takeaway shop. Yeah, yeah. I can't lie. That's <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not we'd rather like pay the yeah. yeah, we'd rather pay the free part extra. Yeah, we'd rather pay the free part extra. Exactly. And I feel like that's the Which has made all of us like, lazier. Everything's going in though. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's about comfort and ease, basically. But how, how, how far are we going to go now? Because yeah. like, yeah. let's say like, give you an example. You see, like, how Facebook is trying to push this metaverse bullshit yeah. and all of that. I'm just thinking to myself, oh, what you don't want to be plugged into the Matrix. Yeah. Like, you know, like, films films basically give hints films of where... Yeah, films tell the truth. Yeah, where mm. things are going. So I'm like, you lot are basically trying to just instantly push yourself into that thing that you're, you're useless. You get bored, you get put, like, in a bath, plugged in. And, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's be. where people feel more comfortable. Like, you see it with a younger generation where I've got little cousins, and I was chatting to one old cousin yesterday, and he's 20. And he was like, oh yeah, we just got another screen in, in, in our room. I was like, you lot have made your room so comfortable. I was like, nah, why would you ever leave? Yeah, yeah. When, when do you ever see your mum? He was like, 
bro, he goes, I ain't even lie to you. Like, we stay upstairs, they stay downstairs. Yeah, like, we only see each other in passing. Yeah, people Sometimes they don't see each other for days. It's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas when I was growing up, we used to want to go out to play and we get told to stay in. And we're like finding ways to sneak out. Yeah. Mm. Like I remember like when I was like 16, 15, like I used to, a lot of times on the weekend, my bridges would go Chocadero. So yeah. at first, yeah, I was just like, rah, I want to come. Then I thought, so they started doing this from 13. So between 13 to 16, yeah. I used to pretend, ah, oh, I'm tired, I've gone to sleep. Knowing my auntie is going to go mm-hmm. sleep by 8.30. The moment she goes to sleep by 8.30, I'm putting the, the front door on the chain lock to pretend <laughs> I'm inside. I'm going to the back, hopping over the neighbor's roof, running, jumping onto the main road, going out, house party yeah. all night, yeah. all of that. Hopping back in, I've got like my pajamas in the, in the yeah. garden, red change, come back in, pretend that like, oh, I went to get water from downstairs in case someone catches me, flush the toilet, just pretend. You know what I mean? So I had my routine. Yeah. And them days we was itching to go out. My little cousins, the ones who are even 20, 21. They don't go nowhere. They don't go nowhere. nowhere. Like, mm. I remember like growing up, yeah, like my cousin would just be inside on his computer all the time playing, yeah. chatting to his brethren on headset and all of that. And when we go down the road and see the park, it's just empty. empty. Whereas when we was growing up, there was like 50 men in the yeah. park. Play fighting, playing football, playing basketball. Like, the area I grew up had like three little sections, but only yeah. one main park. Yeah. And I remember on like a weekend or summer holiday, it felt like it was yardy party going down yeah. downstairs every day. Yeah. It was like everywhere was full. Every random yeah. section of this small area was so full, pack out. But now, nothing and no Dead. one. Yeah. Unless school kids are passing through, then it's no one. Yeah. Mm. Mad. It's crazy. That's actually nuts. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a generation thing. Everyone after 2000, they just... Yeah, different. Yeah, there's some computer. Face, isn't it? Yeah. It makes it easier for parents, I guess, but besides It that, does, but I think partly parents are to, to blame because... Yeah, it's laziness. It, it's laziness degree. and it's it's the fear of, oh, if I let the the little one go outside, this might happen. Yeah. All right, yeah. go outside with your little one. Go yeah. go to the park, get involved. Yeah. I think our generation, like my age group, are going to be the, the most unfit bunch of parents. <laughs> like, going into like the future yeah. where loads of my friends yeah, I always make this joke here yeah. I put it on my story all the time I'm like if you can't run 1k mm. in under 6 minutes we should be dating <laughs> and those girls get offended <laughs> and I'm like there's a reason behind it doing the lockdown now I'm in a park now I used to do my jogs in a park near my area yeah. and there's I saw some two girls walking and they had like little kids like little four-year-olds, and they've breezed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids are gone, gone. Mm. Then I'm running, and I've and I'm coming around, and I said to the girls, "Right, you're not going to go chase the kids." Yeah. Then they said, "Oh no, they should be fine." I said, "No, this area is full of weirdos." Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I said to them, "You know what? Yeah, I'm going to slow down my jog and just watch out for them in yeah. case." Because I said this area is full of weirdos. You can't yeah. just be letting yeah. little kids run because a kid might run. Further up, and yeah. someone pulls up in a car and they grab your yeah. kid, and because you're fit, you weren't able to keep up. Yeah. So when I see that joke, is because yeah. I don't want to be one of them lazy parents who my kids are off running. Mm. Like, <laughs> Can't get after them. No, yeah. I want to be able to yeah, keep just up, keep basically. keep up, keep along. So when I say that, you know what I mean. A lot of girls get offended. I'm like, it goes back to what you're saying about people saying, ah, oh, fat phobia, fat this, phobia. that, that. I'm like, right, you know what? Like let's all stay. Someone. Let's all stay in our lane, innit? Yeah. I would only date who aligns with my preferences and it's not even I don't even care whether she's shredded or that's not my thing it's never been my thing just being active just be just be active do Mm. something play a sport do something you want you want to be able to grow older someone and live long with someone and let them be around for their kids you know what I mean you don't want to be like uh, African parents who my mum unfortunately she passed a few years ago where I'll be saying to her, ah, oh, yeah, go for a walk, go do this, go do that. And she'll be stubborn and, you know what I mean? And she was a diabetic. And eventually that took her out. So I'm like, you want to be able to le- live till you see your great grandkids and grandkids, you know what mm. I mean? You don't want to be like, you don't want to feel like a liability. Yeah, and when I see like the older generation of my family, unfortunately, a lot of them are liabilities. Like mm. we spent most of our years when we were younger in and out of hospital 
making sure they were all right. And it was yeah. due to them being stubborn. Ah, oh, why are you always in the gym, 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 yeah. gym? I'm like, I, I didn't want to be bad man. I say, right, why are you always in the hospital, hospital, hospital? Because, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I've looked after myself, yeah. so I yeah. don't end up being like you. That. That's what it is. But it's that generation, they they just, all they believe in, believe in is, oh, let's go work. Let's make money, come back, watch TV, chat on the phone to one auntie for like in Nigeria, oh, one yeah. Yeah. auntie, Chioma in Nigeria for <laughs> five hours while I tell you, ah, go, go and fetch me water from the kitchen. Yeah. You know what I mean? The kitchen's just there. Yeah. You're in your room. But that tells you how lazy they were. They wouldn't even walk from here to there. Yeah. It's mad. It's mad. You know? I was yeah. going to ask, because um, you've been name dropping all day. Yeah, I clocked you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to big up my people, man. Because you know what it is? When they got other things, they, they drop me as well. Yeah, so man, I, yeah, always, yeah. I have to show the love. love you know what I mean? Ask, um, how did you... Probably when you were younger, because he's been training for like, well, at this point, he's probably been training as long as you, but yeah. Simeon Panda. Yeah, like, Simeon's been training. He's been training a year after me. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because I remember when I first checked him out, I remember him saying he'd been training yeah. like 17 years. So this must have been fucking six, seven <laughs> six years, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah how did you lot come about together and things like that? You know what? It was accidental. Like, so before like Instagram and all of that, mm. I'd seen a picture of him and I was like, right, this you is mad shape do you know and what I, I saw one picture of him yeah, and I used yeah. to think he was American yeah. because I think he was a Miracle Watts in a in a somewhere like, yeah. but he looked like he was in the butler thing you know when they wear smart trousers and they yeah. like like the hosting type thing yeah. I thought he was some American random Donny. <laughs> that's how I felt that's one of the first times yeah. I came across him but anyway yeah go on no, so back in there like seeing the picture I was like oh, this suit is like one of the older ones that showed me I was like oh, this suit is around your age and he trains at I was like right oh, he's in shape yeah and they were like, you lot all remind me of the same, because we were all young, around the same age group, but they were like, yeah, you lot are just hardcore gym rats. Mm. So next minute, I find out we've all got mutual friends. Yeah. Then we've ended up adding each other on like Twitter and all of that. So I made uh, a joke. This is how he went viral. Okay. I made a joke in twenty early 2012 called If I Was Hench Like Simeon Panda. Me and uh, there's a guy on Twitter called Generic Nigger. So we made a hashtag and we just bantered him for like hours straight. <laughs> like if I was hedged like Simeon, mm. if I was hedged like... And I'd literally just only linked him up like the year before, yeah, like yeah. in the gym, like mm. we trained together. So we made this hashtag and it went viral. Simeon at the time had like 300 followers on Twitter. His Instagram, no one knew. No word of a lie, yeah. After three hours of just running jokes he ended up having like 15,000 followers. That is mad. That's girls, that's girls just there following. Girls are like, yeah. wow, who's this guy? Boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 Women, women just pushed him to the, yeah, yeah, to the know. front. Like, in, then he just messaged me. He was like, oh bro, what did he do? I was like, oh, right. <laughs> the hashtag. He was like, oh, thank you, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Just blew him up like that. Yeah. So like even earlier on this year, he put it up on his Instagram story. And random people just jumped to my DMs like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm. Like, then uh, there's a few other guys like Lubomba and Kabila. Yeah. They've gone and put the same thing on the story. And everyone's just random people messaging me like, oh, why is it everyone you've kind of, they've yeah. gone, I said this by accident. I could see in certain people where they're going to be yeah. before they get there. So I was just like, oh, just giving them a little, a little push. You know Fair what I mean? Enough. Yeah. So now on the reverse, Sim's giving me the push. Yeah. You lot were out in his house in LA. Yeah. yeah. How was that? Fun? You meet him? Oh, bro. That was a nuts, you know? Oh, bro. Bro, the guys got, uh, uh, have you seen his house? Yeah, yeah. Fam, the guys got seen it. In, um, garage, garage, bro. Oh, let me just chill. The house has garage, garage there. You've got um, McLaren in one. You've got the next. What's the next second car? Uh, yeah, the McLaren, and he bought the Euros for for, for his wife. Yeah, yeah, for his wife. And now he's got a third car. He's got a uh, bro. Uh, you're talking a Porsche Two hundred and fifty bag cars. Yeah. Each. So nice. he's got he's got a new one. He's got a Porsche. Then he's got a flipping well. outdoor gym that's like the size of this little industrial state. Yeah, we're the, in the right gym's now. a madness. The gym, the gym's a madness. I was just getting up random times and just going mm. to the gym. Like, right. even in the middle of the night, I was just like... Just, I, I do that. Yeah. Just that's, that's a real, like, like, no offence, but I'm not training in your gym. I'm training in... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm training in, in my gym up there. I'm not training in brick and mortar. I'm training in a gym that looks like the real goals. Yeah, no, he, no his gym is serious. Like, like that was... 
that trip was motivational because yeah. literally uh, before the trip, Simeon bought me a camera. Oh, okay. So nice. he bought me a Sony A7R3. Yeah. Oh, that's the camera one. I, want, man. <laughs> I need that camera. So he bought me that. Yeah, he bought me that camera. Like it was just like he, he hit me up. Like it was like, bro, I'm paying attention. He goes, you've just been churning our yeah. content. He goes, it's time to level up level again. Up, level yeah. up. Yeah. So next minute. He's like, oh, I've done something. I was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, what's your what's your email? And boom, 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 boom. I was like, sent it to him. Next minute, get a notification. Yeah. yeah. Delivery's coming. I was like, oh, snap. Then being around him in LA and just seeing how he works. Yeah. So like Simeon will film now. He'll go to the office, start editing himself. Yeah. Even though he's got a cameraman, people that edit as well. But he'll be doing his own stuff while yeah. they'll be doing the YouTube and all of that stuff there. Seeing the work rate, I was just like, rah. Then from there, I went to Atlanta. Then I linked uh, one of my guys, Ariel, Temi. So Temi hangs with, there's a popular influencer guy called George Bamfo. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. his circle. And seeing the Atlanta bunch, then talking to him, I was like, how are you not able to churn content so fast? Oh, so the turnover is nuts. nuts. So he was like, rah. Get a USB card yeah, reader the, yeah, and plug it in one. to your and phone. Just straight. Yeah, straight to and your phone. Because you know what it is? Because you said that the other day, you yeah, like to edit yeah, on your yeah. phone because yeah. it's faster. Yeah. So he I like showed me on a laptop because I feel like it just makes me look important. No, but you know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> By the time it's like the fact, <laughs> the, fact the effort of even thing, thing, it makes yeah, it seem when it's on your yeah, phone, yeah. you just do it boom, 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 quickly. So what's happened is he showed me that. Then when I've come back home, Karen has shown me a video shop, that app. So I've downloaded yeah. Video Shop and literally I just take my camera to the gym and the moment I'm done, I'm in my car like editing, boom, mm. within 10 minutes I've yeah. done, I'll save save whatever I want in drafts and when yeah. I'm ready, I just, just drop, 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 drop. Yeah, because I was going to say as well, because obviously you've got all these stuff that you're doing, your yeah. job, um, all your other online stuff, like how do you even like manage all of that and even creating content? Because creating content can be so to, long, like, but like it, how it, do you manage everything? Because obviously it's not just Instagram content, you've got your YouTube as well. Yeah, you know what it is with the YouTube side, uh, I'm 50-50 with my cameraman now. Mm. So originally I used to pay him and then I was paying him commission from, from the AdSense. So after yeah, we sat back and I spoke and I said to him, rah, you be, you, he convinced me to do YouTube originally mm. you know what I mean so I was like you convinced me to do YouTube I said how far do you want to take this and it was like boom boom and I said alright this is where I want to go I said it makes more sense us going as partners and just going ham mm. than then you know what I mean me paying you and me keeping you on a wage because I said alright unfortunately if we stay on that structure I'll treat you like just business because mm. now we're bridging if I treat you like just business and the money goes up you're going to see me getting paid and you're just going to yeah. get yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. you know what I mean the baseline yeah, yeah. so I said right let's restructure now yeah. and go in as that so literally that saves me money and due to the YouTube doing well now I've put him on to other people that he's got more work yeah. so yeah. he's busy all the time mm. so that side he deals with the, uh, the vlogs he does some of them but because now I'm starting to get better at editing sometimes I do it myself I'll be like bro you know what don't worry like mm. I've got free time let me bang it out myself yeah. then enough. all the Instagram stuff I do myself mm. TikTok is half and half yeah yeah that's lit though yeah. yeah what would you say like up to date now is your biggest achievement <laughs> you know what yeah I'm one of those people like I feel like because I ain't at where I want to be yet mm-hmm. I just don't yeah, I don't think about it. I hate you. I'm, I'm yeah. the same as well. Like when people tell me, like, oh, you're doing so well, you're yeah, just like, yeah, no, so no, like, no, no, I'm not really no, doing anything. Doing anyone anything. could do this. Yeah. Like, I haven't done anything yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, no, I hate you though. Yeah. But like, something small that you feel like maybe even just like a little goal that you set yourself and you know, I'll give you an example. Like, for mine, like, I feel the same way as you're both saying, yeah. but for mine, it's like, I'm, I'm super appreciative of the fact that I've been doing what I've done consistently for five yeah. years because I remember the day that I stopped doing my retail and I did that. Yeah. And it was like, obviously the case was retail was making this, PT was making that. Yeah. And then it was like that. Yeah. And then I remember quitting. I remember after like four months thinking, fucking hell, like, I make all my bread myself. Yeah. As in no one's, no one's paid me in five years. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah. pay you wise, isn't it? Yeah. I paid myself for five years straight. Yeah. And I look at that and I think that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Especially in the type of business I do, yeah. because it can be like that. It hasn't been, yeah. thank God, but it can be very yeah. up and down. So that's my thing that I'm, appreciative yeah. of like that biggest achievement wise 
like I was saying, uh, the pandemic, it wiped a lot of people. Yeah. Like, mm. totally wiped a lot of people. And I just remember, like, just before uh, lockdown and that, two and a half months before I buried my mum. Yeah. But I came back on the 30th just to make sure I make three shots of tequila, this thingy, a uh, live show that they had. So that was, like, their biggest show yeah. at the time. So I was just like, right, well, you know, I can't flop the man. They're yeah. stay out there and just be chilling out there. So I just came back early, mm. made it back for the show that day. Then, uh, yeah, I was in lockdown mode. So I remember, like, before lockdown, I won't go out of my house. Mm. Like, I went training no one. I literally told all my clients from when my mum passed, the day my mum passed, I was like, unfortunately, I'm not going to train no one for yeah. a minute. I just needed time for myself. So... I literally from November 2019 till just before lockdown, literally like a week before lockdown, I've messaged everyone and said, oh, I'm back. So I was already in that mode. All mm. I used to do was get up once a week, go Tesco, stay in my house the whole day, mostly in silence. Uh, TV will be on. I'm not really yeah. taking in anything. Yeah. Once a week, one of my clients was coming and dragging me out to go gym to train legs with her, just to get me out of the house. Yeah. So I just go gym with her, nonchalantly, just yeah. just in pace. I'm not even pushing myself, yeah. just getting through, it. through the motion. Yeah. Then when I decide to snap out of it, we've gone into lockdown. So lockdown's hit now. Uh, I was just literally, I was buying books, I was buying fitness books, books on anatomy, stuff on that. I just reading, buying books on like stuff like Art of War and mm. those motivational books and just yeah. stayed at home reading like because I was like normally I don't read mm. well because I had loads of free time I was reading buying audio books going on long walks yeah then uh yeah like I said pandemic wiping everyone it was a big shock I I was lucky because a month before my mom died I remember my mom giving me a talk about oh you're always traveling all the time mm. How many places have you been this year? I was like, oh, mom, stop pocket watching. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I said, right, you're good over there. I'm good yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that year, I traveled, before she passed, I traveled eight places. Then uh, the year before, I'd gone 11 places. Then when she passed, I went to Dubai for a few days before going to Nigeria. Then before uh, coming back to London I went from Nigeria to Ghana for four days went flew back to Nigeria to make my flight to come yeah, back home yeah. so that was like 11 places in one year then uh, I just remember like my last kind of talk with her before she got proper ill was like I said don't worry I'm slowing down she's like what do you mean she's like ah your fr your cousins were telling me about this expensive watch that you, you bought <laughs> I said ah oh, tell them stop pocket watching I'm working hard I was working like a maniac yeah. at the time mm -hmm. So that's the reason why I was traveling so much because I was PT like a media. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was doing Uber and my parties were all hitting. Yeah. Like yeah. they were all busy all the time before yeah. lockdown. Then I'd saved up for my house. So I'd said to her that, right, I've saved up for my house. So I'm going to ease up and try to move out from where I'm living yeah. within the new year. Mm. Then everything happened. Boom. So before you know it, I'm having to pay hospital bills out of money I'm saved mm. back there to get into private. Yeah. I'm having to like pay for the funeral. So I'm chipping into that. Lockdown's hit. So I'm chipping into money saved to pay all my yeah. bills and everything. But I was just like, lucky enough, I had that. Yeah. If I didn't have that, yeah. I would have been finished. I would have yeah. been back in my auntie's house in a box room, <laughs> like begging for food, you know? You know yeah. what I mean? I would have been worse off. Getting told so I was like, you can't go to the gym. Huh? <laughs> you can't go to the gym because... <laughs> You need, to, yeah. you need to clean you need to go clean the toilet in the bathroom <laughs> so I was just like you know what like for other people that reset finished them but for me I was like you know what like in life here how I see things now from, from that all happening and my mum and everything I'm like the worst thing that could ever happen to me in life has happened yeah. nothing's gonna, ever gonna be bad so yeah. I always see things on a positive now I'm like yeah. anything I do now when people are like, right, don't you get tired of working? I'm like, bro, like, listen, like, the clock is ticking. Mm. When we're gone, that means I got tired, didn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm actually finally run out. Yeah, so yeah. when I'm gone, that means I got yeah. tired. So when you're done, it's done. It's done. Mm. But people don't get, like, they think that I'm working like a, a maniac and I don't take time for myself. I always put up when 
and promote PT. I'm like, I get up and 5.30 is the first client. I train people from 5.30 to 11.30. Between 11.30 and 6 p.m., I'm not training no one. Reason why, if I haven't trained myself, I'll train at 11.30. Usually, a lot of times, I get this gap between 7.30 to 9.00. Yeah. I train with my training partner. Then I'll train a couple of people after. Then what I do is I go home, I eat, I take a two-hour nap. Because you need time for yourself. Mm. You can't be chasing money like a nutcase yeah. and not yeah. resting. Mm. So I take a two-hour nap, I shower. If I'm bored and I think, oh, you know what, I ain't worked hard enough, I'll jump in my car and do Uber. If not, I just relax and chill yeah. back yeah. in the gym, train a few people. Yeah. So I make time for myself. Or I make time to do other things like the YouTube edit, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? In between that gap. So to most people, it feels like I work like a maniac. But I have to break down to people. I'm like, you leave your house at six o'clock or 6.30 to get to work. You leave work probably by five. By the time you get to your house at seven, you've worked more than me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've, been, you've been out and worked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you're ahead, you're thinking I've done more than you. I'm like, no, you're doing more than me. Yeah. I'm actually mm-hmm. getting, yeah, like, it's just I... Lockdown made me go from being a person who was very nocturnal that just never liked getting up in the morning to switching over and realizing that, right, if I'm out of my house by five o'clock and I get most of my day out of yeah. the way by yeah. 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. got a whole day. I got a whole mm. day. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. I was going to ask, um, who would you say, or like, what would you say is your like biggest inspiration? Like, what's your inspiration or who's your biggest motivator? Like, do you have something like that? probably Kobe Bryant you know fair yeah that guy was a different kind of animal different different kind of animal because one of my good friends played in the NBA and we were the same age group and when you hear about Kobe's work rate Mm. work ethic it was different where it sounds like it's from a movie like it's it's ridiculous it sounds sounds fake he used to play psychological games with people so let's say like uh, away teams come you lot are walking to the change room. This guy's already out there warming up. Bear in mind, he's been there three hours before. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just not normal. But he was so super driven. He was like a person that I'm at the top of the food chain, but I still want to be better. Yeah. So seeing someone like that, you just think to yourself, oh, am I even working hard enough? Because this mm. guy's leaving his house. Yeah. You're a multimillionaire, but you're leaving your house at like four something. He was talking like, there was a speech where he was talking about uh, most athletes might maybe train once a day with a team yeah. then those who are slightly better train twice a day yeah. but he was like when he was talking about the the reason why he gets up early yeah. and this is where the mind switch came mm. where after I left uni there was no way he was getting me up early because I got too comfortable I was like yeah. the raves are hitting every week so mm. I'm like I'm making good money from the raves so I'm like why the hell do I have to wake up early mm. in the morning so I, I became, I would say slightly lazy, even though people said, oh, you're working hard. I'm like, I'm not getting up before nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. That's for you lot. That's how, <laughs> how my mind was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But after hearing that Kobe Bryant speech, he was like, yo, I'm in the gym at four o'clock. Yeah. He's like, you do a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. I know then, yeah then you will come back. Then he, I was mm-hmm. like, this guy's working four times a day. Yeah. You're, you're already at the top of the food chain. No one's going to cut back your minutes. Why are you working yeah. so hard? Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, it's like, it puts you so far of everyone else. That they can do a million hours for 10 years straight and they'll never catch they'll up. They'll never catch up. Because you started so long ago yeah. doing so much ahead yeah. of them already. And that's what it is. And that's even with this fitness thing where yeah. testament to Simeon. Simeon is doing so well. Yeah. But he gets so much hate in comments where people are like, oh, roids, roids, roids. And I say to people, <laughs> the problem with a lot of people, especially like TikTok and these yeah. apps here, most people have been in the gym maybe one, two years then you've got a few five, six years. Yeah. We were training before yeah. social media took off. Exactly. That's yeah. why you see like when people have throwbacks and yeah. the new trend is you show when you was out of shape, mm. you show current and your thing goes viral. Mm. They've got loads of footage because it was during the social media yeah, era. Mm. Thing then, do you know we mean? were already shaped. <laughs> before yeah. Instagram yeah. blew, yeah. Yeah. so it was like before it was a thing. Man, before it was a thing, so yeah. man them have already built the foundation. Like, remember, I said I stayed in 98. Mm. He started in 99. He used to say to me, like, I stay lean all year round, yeah. but I stay lean without even trying that hard. Yeah. Because my uh, BMR is so high that 
most people always always warn my warn my brothers. I'm like, right, if you come out with me and you're trying to eat at the same pace and drink at the same pace as me, you're gonna get fat. Yeah. And they're like, why? I'm like, my BMR is so high from training for so long that my maintenance calorie is not normal. Mm. So the difference is where Sim, why he's so lean, is due to uh, growing up here, it's things like I'd cut fizzy drinks from young. Mm. He'd done the same thing, but he'd gone to the extreme of if, if you go to his house in LA yeah, yeah. and you look like in his cupboards, there's no sugar. Like, Similarly, the guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the I guy's like, been yeah. like that from young. There's no sugar. I remember, like, even like when uh, we first met and he was like, oh, yeah, like, how do you even cook your. Your mints when you're cooking like spaghetti. I was like, oh yeah, I just wash it and do it. He goes, nah, bro. He goes, boil your mints, get, drain out all the fat, put in a sieve, throw that back in the pan yeah. and cook that. And I was just like, rah, this guy's taking this. <laughs> he's taking <laughs> this <laughs> extreme, <laughs> but he's always been like that. And mm. it's like the rest of the man that will be out partying and that. He was just like he was working. He was working nights on top of his normal job as well. So he's working doors as well on top of his normal job. But he was just, nah, he's like, nah, I'm not interested in that. He was just literally, he stayed on the thing. So mm. fast forward up to now, he's probably only missed gym five times in 23 years. Mm. I'm telling people that's not normal. He trains seven days a week. Mm. That's not normal, but yeah. that's what he enjoys. Yeah. So when he's preaching that, right, I enjoy this and I enjoy that. And I, and I was saying to people that, right, you lot don't understand it, like, we took a picture when it was in, we took a few pictures when it was in LA, LA yeah. and in the comments, every time he posts on Twitter, everyone's writing steroids and tagging me mm-hmm. and I'm there laughing. And I was just like, you don't understand it. Like we've been so in shape for years. Yeah. Like the beginning of this year, cause I cut out Harry Bowls in January. That was only sweet. I was addicted to cause I cut out sugar in January. My body went into shock that all the water weight I was holding onto just dropped off. So I became lean easy and I was just mm-hmm. literally doing, like I said, I got into intervals, like every time after training, it became normal that by the time I went to LA, I was leaner than him. So there was like, oh, busted joke. One steroid guy, two steroid guy. And I was yeah, thinking yeah. to myself, if you've like, been training so long and you've already yeah. got That's a good foundation, yeah. staying at that pace, it's not that hard. It's, not it's just, we've we've already been there before. We've, we've already done the mad dirty ball kid and all that garbage that mm. people do in fitness way before Instagram came. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that now you're seeing the finished product but just maintaining over yeah. years. Yeah. And that's all it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. You train for long enough, you get in shape and then all it is is maintenance. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And they don't realise like when, when they talk about gear and all of that, I'm like, oh, if we was on gear, yeah, the level of strength will be we'll be Larry Wills I keep saying that because yeah, that's another it, thing people yeah. feel like you're going to inject yourself and sit still and you're going to grow no. like you have to work you Bro, still the, got to go the, gym there's, there's all these like like I said the, the the TikTok fad there's all these young boys in my gym they're like 20, 21 they're all on gear they're all on gear but the problem is they're not strong because mm. they built a foundation yeah. they haven't Taking the years, they just literally jumped in the yeah, gym they, jump in the they gym jumped in the gym 18 they start needing up at 19 because some idiot on fucking TikTok yeah. said to them, oh yeah, you're only going to look like this if you do this. Then what social media has caused, social media has made a lot of people not feel happy within themselves that when they look in the mirror, they start doubting themselves. They start mm. feeling a certain way about themselves. While us lot who been training for years, like even up until probably the past year and a bit, I didn't even want to put content for a while because yeah. in 2014, 15, 13, when I used to compete men's physique, I used to get all the time in my DMs, Roy's, Roy's, Roy's. I used to get all the time uh, all these men trying to move to me, too much women in my DMs. And at the time I had a girlfriend and I was just like, I just literally went into a mode after that. I rarely was posting and would just always be covered up and just kind of zoned out of everything. I started Mm. to hate everything because it just felt like it was overwhelming. And even though I'm a person who, I could speak and I could talk and all of that. I'm more introverted than extroverted. Mm. And a lot of people don't know that. So I come across as semi-antisocial and a lot of people don't get that. But that's just, Mm. I just function better by myself. You know what I mean? I function way better by myself. So fast forward now, I just given in. I said, you know what? Like you can't escape your path. Mm. Just embracing all of that. And if I didn't stop then, my page would have been as big as, Mm-hmm. all my friends but it was just like 
yeah, I, I kind of cocooned myself away from everything because I was overwhelmed and yeah. I just didn't like the comments and I didn't like the, the backlash and all of that. But at the time, I was in a relationship. I wasn't partying at all. Mm. So like, imagine I'm cutting out drinking out, out of my my system. I didn't drink for like three years because my, my girl at the time, she didn't drink alcohol. Yeah. So like, you don't want to be the, the only one tipsy yeah. and she's looking at you like yeah. oh look at this yeah, nutcase yeah. look at this weirdo <laughs> nice. so yeah. that made me stop drinking alcohol for three years mm. so like between 28 and 31 I didn't drink no alcohol I only stayed on my 31st birthday because my brethren's I was like mm. you know what yeah. yeah I was like join in so like I didn't drink for three years at the time my girl used to cook all the time and she was like a gym rat as well so mm. she would get up like in the morning early before work and she would go to gym so I picked up all her good habits mm-hmm. just due to being around that all the time. Fair and before you know it, I was just mad lean all the time because yeah. I've gone from living in a takeaway shop to yeah. you're getting yeah. food three times a day, you're getting treated like raw some, yeah. some, some kicks. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know what? Like, if she's looking after me, let me just be the best version. But the, the way I used to get peppered because remember back there as well, you used to have all these uh, muscle pages mm. where they would take people's pictures from their page and yeah, put it on their page to yeah, grow yeah. their page. So I was constantly getting viral on these mm. pages. So that's where the original bulk of my Instagram okay, following yeah, came yeah. from. So like I was going viral off these pages. Then all of a sudden you're going viral and you stop giving them content. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get it. Yeah. No, I hear that, man. Thanks for coming in today, bro. Oh, no problem, man. Very Thanks nice for having me, man. It's been motivated it. a bit more, like just like talking about everything you're doing yeah. and yeah. how disciplined and how you've been able to just carry on through everything. No, I appreciate through. it. All it's you amazing. lot motivate me as well. I see you with the clothing for for a while, and I've been. I remember, like, uh, I've known Karen for a few years now. Mm. I used to train Karen mm. originally years ago, so I've known her for a few years. But like, I always see her like promoting your stuff. I always mm. see her talking highly of you all the time. You know what I mean? And from that, I just I always knew who you were just mm. due to due to you know what I mean, and I see you grinding. I'm like, right, you know what? Like even I swear, years ago I said to someone, I was like, right, you lot are all pushing these brands, whereas there's someone oh, here yeah. in your, even, you know what I mean. Let's not even well, get said, to that right now. I said, you know what? I know the politics of the game in it, so yeah. like yeah. it happens to me as well in it. But mm. I was just like, right, I see her stuff in. You lot ain't, you know what I mean? And even normally, like, you see, like, when you ask me, like, oh, uh, size and all of that, I was just like, I've told you. But if it's other people, I ain't wearing a shit. <laughs> no. I'm being honest. But because no. I see what you're doing, I was like, no, 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 I'm coming on hers and, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. supporting. Whereas other people, if they ask me, I'm like, no, yeah. instantly. Like, when they ask, I'm like, you're going to have to pay something for yeah. me to you know yeah. what I mean that's how you yeah. flip it on them yeah. yeah so like when they ask you that's how you have to be because yeah. like you're doing your thing and people in our community instead of them to push you to the forefront they're like we want to see you do good but we don't want to see you do better than us <laughs> yeah. you know or they want yeah. you to be all the way up there before they get involved before they get involved mm. act like oh yeah I've been a supporter that's why we tweet all the time everyone waits at the finish line to fuck the winners oh uh, literally mm. that's know? actually the best explanation yeah Oh yeah, it's been amazing, amazing. Keep doing your thing, keep inspiring us all, keep pushing, you know, everyone to get their health and fitness in check. No, but yeah, it, it's it, been it, great. Go, Thank um, you. Elaine, it shout me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys, you'll be listening to a Dummy Hard podcast. Peace. Bless.